0: Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm
1: Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, everybody. Hi. We have a very, very fun show for you today. Up first, we're chatting with Divya Gugnani, the CEO and co founder of Wander Beauty, about clean beauty about COVID and basically she rocked our world talking what I like to call foreplay talk about beauty. If you're into skincare you'll love the conversation. I was literally hot I was like tell me more about retinols and retinoids (laughs) do it girl. And then we're gonna talk about something that I
0: think honestly has taken us too long to talk about which is
2: the hotties of COVID.
1: And as always we have our hashtag swag bag and up next... The tits and the shits. All right, the tits and the shits. Do you want to go first, Ash? Yes.
0: All right, so I'll go first. So uh, my tits are, it's been a long time since we've recorded, actually. I know. Um,
1: We were so ahead. We got extra credit for being ahead. I do miss the daily in and out.
0: We still have the daily in and out with one another. It's just like not broadcast to the public. True. So my tits are, last you guys heard, Sebastian's birthday was in a month. And guess what? It came, it passed, my tits are, Sebastian had a really nice birthday. And in that, I mean, I had a really nice Sebastian birthday. I did too. Yeah. Carrie and I and Luna and Sebastian went to a zoo here in New Jersey. We're not going to promote um, it because we did not really like it. No, we didn't really enjoy the zoo. I feel like there might be a little bit of a Joe Exotic situation
1: going on there. They gave us a- a birthday party for a tiger and wrapped up a box fan. And fed animals off paper plates. I, it just, it was problematic. It just it
0: felt off somehow.
1: And somehow they had like giraffes and stuff. Zoos are problematic
0: anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Sebastian also wasn't enjoying the zoo, mostly because he was complaining about how hot it is. And you know what? I understand that because I am not a heat person. He definitely gets that from me. He was like acting like a crotchety old man. At one point I was like, like
1: he looks like your Cuban grandmother. Like he yes. had his hand on his lower back and was waddling like he was nine months pregnant.
0: Yes. And we were like, is your back okay? Does your back hurt? And he goes, no, look at my back. Do you remember that? Yes. Also, do kids get backaches? I don't know. I mean, what would your grandma say at this point? She would. What did she say about headaches? Like, She's like, kids don't get backaches," Or he, she would say, offer it up to the Lord Jesus Christ. He'd be like, I'm Jewish. I don't even know <laughs> what that means. But yeah, then we came back. We had my parents over. We had Matt's parents over. I made a taco bar for everybody. We, my mom made the world's best biggest cake that was like so
1: delicious oh my god we were continuing to eat that cake and I basically (sighs) want to pay your mom to make me cakes now it's so good and then I wondered why I gained back all eight of the pounds I lost (laughs)
0: oh man that cake was so good we froze a piece for Matt's parents to take back they forgot to take it slash we forgot to give it to them to take and now there's no cake for them because I ate it thanks for the cake mom really 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 good Sebastian even liked it should I go into the the gift thing yes yes This is not a part of my tits. It's just an offshoot of his birthday. How do you tell somebody? This is, I'm going to sound so ungrateful and like such an asshole. How do you tell somebody, wow, thank you for this lame gift that my kid loves so much? Do you get what I mean by that? Yeah, I mean,
1: you, I think you should just say you and my kid have the same taste.
0: Well, what I said is thank you so much for the gift. He loves it so much. He really does. That's all I said. And I mean that. I really do am very gracious for the fact that anyone thought of my son to give him a gift. So let me preface it with that. That is the nicest thing thing. But if we can put that aside, like put that in our pocket and just have a fun little bitch sash for one hot second. <laughs> Somebody, I'm not going to say who, gave my son a book that is like just like a lame book. You ever really buy a kid's book, you're really excited about it and you read it and you're like, oh, this sucks. This is like
1: half the kid's books.
0: Yes. I even bought him one. I bought him a Sesame Street, like kids being diverse, understanding tolerance book. And I was like, this is it? This book was boring You know what's the
1: deal with kids' books? Because I have so much to say about them.
0: But anyway, there's this book. I won't say what book it is, but it is lame. And he just wants to read it repeatedly. And it's so lame. Both Matt and I have been like, oh my God, can we read something else, please? Just anything else. Not this fucking book. So once again, thank you for your gifts.
1: Thank you for your gifts. I'm glad your taste matches my son's and that it's both terrible.
0: We all have to feel like that, right? All of our children have been given a gift where we're like, I can't understand why my kid loves this gift so Let me much. Just tell you, still thank you. One
1: whole half of my family is Italian. <laughs> there are so many gifts that I'm like, how does my child need? A gigantic crucifix necklace <sighs> or like that outfit that one
0: outfit where she looks like a like a chav
1: yeah i'm like does my child need a mink stole i mean
0: <laughs> does she yes yes i think she does because i need one so i think a mink stole is appropriate but that like destiny's child survivor oh, right 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 the the one like, that's the yes milkmaid outfit yes. that
1: she had on that day she liked it she looked in the mirror she thought she looked really good she put on hooker heels too like <laughs> lucite barbie heels she literally looked like the, the lost outfit from the Survivor video where everyone was wearing a different camo thing. Yes,
0: set in Russia. So your tits are, we had a great birthday for Seba. Yeah, we had a great birthday. And the key to that
1: is we, as in you and me. Yes, everybody but Sebastian,
0: I think. Um, My shits are, this morning I had a breakdown. I
1: was... Was it a breakdown or was it a breakthrough, Ashley? It
0: felt like a breakdown, to be honest. I got Sebastian a gift that I thought was great. He thinks is lame. See, so it's equal opportunity lameness. It is Osmo, which is basically like this add on to an iPad with all these educational toys. And I thought he loves the iPad. This will be so much fun. So we started doing this math one today. And I've noticed with all these toys, when it gets to like him having to like really learn how to do something, he gives up. He just doesn't want to do it. I feel like this is a real personality trait for him. And I'm trying to break it. I'm trying to, like, not have him be a stereotypical dude like every other guy.
1: They're exploring their independence, so they want to do things on their own. They don't want help, but they very obviously need help. So I I think it's an age thing.
0: Well, it ended with me crying in the bathroom. Oh, boy. Matt stepping in and trying to help, which helped a little bit. But, of course, Matt is the prodigal father. He's the prodigal parent. Sebastian just wants Matt all the time, which, like, I get. I want Matt all the time, too. But, hi, I just can't deal with this. I looked forward to September to when I will be taking a large chunk of my day that could be put towards this podcast and my career and the fact that I'm going to be homeschooling my child. And is this how it's going to be? Yeah. So September, ladies and gentlemen. I'm praying for you. I will get you a wine subscription box. (laughs) I mean, I think it's going to be a daily cry fest. Or I'm just going to be like, man, I don't give a fuck about preschool for this three-year-old. <laughs> You're
1: on your own. I think own. you'll get into a groove, but I am i don't think it's going to be easy. But I think you guys will get into a groove.
0: I've been very excited. I went to Ikea yesterday. I bought an easel to like teach well, them. Well, you do
1: love supplies.
0: I, I, girl, that's my f- most exciting part about this homeschooling thing is all the supplies I get to buy for him. And the organization. Oh, God. I'm like organizing my office. It's a wet dream, but you know, that's what we have to look forward to. So let me know if you're also going to be homeschooling because we should probably all stick together in this. Probs. All right, Carrie, tell me, what are your tips? Okay, so
1: I kind of have two tits. I always have okay. two tits because I like to always. celebrate my two tits. The first one is Lee's been out of the house for two days. He's come back at night, but he's been out the house working. And you know, we live in a tiny two bedroom and he works from home and I work for home. And especially with COVID, we've been kind of in each other's business and it's just really lovely parenting alone. My mom says it too. I don't think it's a Lee exclusive thing, but when I'm staying with my mom and she watches Luna while I work, it's hard. But when I'm not there and my mom's just with Luna doing it, it's much easier. It's the same yeah. here. We just do our own thing. Nobody bothers us. We kind of have our own agenda. It's just like girls day. Plus, you know, Lee's a neat freak. I'm not not neat. I am neat, but you know, I know the reality of having a kid and that you can kind of mini clean, but they're just going to destroy it again. And so doing do yep. mini cleans all day especially like actual disgusting things and then at the end of the day like right after bath i do like a full sweep And then I, you know, do whatever else I need to do for me. And if we had traditional roles where he like went out of the house to work and I was like home with the baby, like old school, you know, he wouldn't see the mess. And by the time he got home, it would be cleaned. Right. So you and I have talked about this. I really struggle with kind of sometimes wanting traditional roles. Like I handle the house and the baby and the food and you don't question it and you bring home the money and go to work and I don't question that. But then I also hate myself for that. And it's I think the conflict that I feel is like more energy than it's worth sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I completely understand what you're saying. And it's, this is kind of what I'm talking about with the homeschooling thing. Also, it's like, I'm the one that's going to have to be giving up of myself and my part of what I work towards every day. But we're also
1: not bringing in the money right now.
0: Right. Exactly. So it's, I think part of it is, sure, I get it. I get why we feel this way, but also part of it is in our specific heads. I'm not saying for everybody, but you and I both know if the tables were turned in our relationships, I think our husbands would happily stay home with our kids and do the homeschooling thing. Okay.
1: So my second tit, mm-hmm. my left one, P.S., this two-tit joke is getting very old, by the way.
0: I know, we do it every week, but it's just like, it, we can't avoid it. I know, it. I'm
1: sorry, I'll stop. I'll just be like, I have two tits, but then I won't mention why that's funny. Anyway, um, my second tit is that my sister, she announced it so I think I can like go public, is accidentally pregnant, so she was told that she, Yay! that's actually not the tit, it's something else, but we should also be happy for her. But she was infertile, <laughs> she's had IVF, we had her on the show, she had IVF for her first first two kids. And then she stopped breastfeeding and drank and went out with her girlfriends pre COVID obviously had sex with her husband and then got pregnant on her own, which she was told couldn't happen. So happy accent. Yeah, that should be the tits but the actual tits is that she had just signed herself up for a wine subscription.
0: Oh no. And I went to- Oh wait, are you getting yes? it? Yes!
1: <gasps> that is a tits. She is giving me her wine wow. subscription because she can't drink it and her husband doesn't drink wine so- Did you hear my whole mood change for you for that tits? So I know I should be like excited that she is having a baby on her own which she always has wanted and that she's not infertile but really it's that I'm getting her wine. Are you there? Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. It's okay. I was like, oh my God, we lost Ashley. Anyway, I'm super excited about the wine. I just got my first delivery. I get to pick my selection. What's the wine club? What's
0: the one you're doing? It's called Wink. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I used to do that one. That was a wedding gift for us when it was Club W, I think, yeah. before it became Wine C or Wink or whatever the yeah. hell it is. It was a good one. Yeah, so I'm I excited like to
1: drink. I also, third tip, I have three teats. Jeez. Like that boyfriend I dated in high school one time who had three nipples. True story. Very common. I'm so thankful. My sister and I are very we're 14 years apart and we did not have a close relationship growing up and we're extremely close now. And it like I get all the feels thinking about how I'm just so thankful for her and I'm so thankful we're finally really close. Aw that's so nice. Isn't that nice. Anyway, my shits. <laughs> Let's not get too maudlin. <laughs> yeah. My shits. I have poor self-confidence. Uh, well, um, welcome to
0: the club. I like I didn't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. And I never did. Yes,
1: and I never did. This is new for me, and I I always say that I guess it's a miracle in America to be almost forty years old and never have had super poor self confidence until now. That's truly a miracle. But I have poor self confidence, and I don't like the way it looks to be on super me. Super
0: poor. We all have some level of like confidence issues. I refuse
1: to believe that you never had a self confidence. Well, about issue. my nose, I think, but never so bad that I would do anything about it.
0: Yeah, but like. Self-confidence is more than just, it, it permeates through everything. It's not just like, oh, I feel bad about this. You know, you can feel bad about Your stature in life or what you do for a living or how much money you make. I mean, all you ever felt badly about was your nose. That might be the least identifiable thing about you I've ever heard.
1: I've been an overcompensator for like a long time, like small dog complex. So, But that comes from feeling inconfident. Is that even a word? Inconfident? Unconfident? uh, Not confident? Not confident. Because it's not incompetent, because I feel very competent. That's why,
0: as I was saying, and I was like, that's not right. I feel
1: very competent. It's just the confidence. I'm dealing with a level of, and I'm so tired of talking about it. Like, I just have to talk about something else. I'm so tired of talking about how my identity is really just, I guess it was more wrapped up in the physical than I realized. Uh, I guess this is the lesson. The lesson is the universe is showing me that a lot of my identity was wrapped up in the physical when I thought I was further evolved than that and the answer was no I was not <laughs> as far evolved my meditation teacher always used to say when life gives you one of those like blows it's to show you how far you are on your path yeah. and so a lot of my self-worth was tied up in the way I look I mean news flash: I'm guessing everyone knew that except for me but firstly what you're going through is in, in terms
0: of having a confidence issue postpartum. We all know that's the most relatable mom struggle in the entire fucking world. I think about constantly how like how cute I used to be <laughs> and how I always was like oh my weight this and that and the other and and I just like don't feel the way I used to. And I don't know one mother who does?
1: I just don't want to be a miserable bitch anymore where I'm like, look at someone who lost all her baby weight right away. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I just. Well, yeah, that's where it becomes an issue. You don't want to
0: become like the bitter woman who resents you young, pretty women. And that's,
1: you yeah. know, I've only experienced that a few times in my life because usually I'm like a glow-up kind of girl where I'm like, if I am if we feel good for you, there's room for all of us to feel good, you know, that kind of thing. Right, um, right. Not to sound like a hashtag, glow-up.
0: No, 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 but it, it's true.
1: I get it. But the only times I've ever felt that like was when I was deeply heartbroken and depressed and when I had a miscarriage the first time. Anytime I saw someone pregnant, I would just like, it was so... Like waves of hate, or like mm-hmm. when I had a, just the worst breakup of my life, anytime I saw people in love, I was like, ugh, why are people in love? You're, gr-, you know, just awful. Yeah. But on a whole, I yeah. don't usually feel that way. I'm, I'm a pretty caring person to others. And so feeling this way, where when I see people like looking better than they did before they had a baby, I just, Like waves of hate. I don't want to be that way. It's no good for anyone. It's not who I really am. It's not my best self. I'm just so tired of feeling this way. And I keep trying different things to not feel this way and they're not working. And I guess it's, I need to do the deeper work where it doesn't matter all the things I do. It's like a more fundamental cellular kind of thing, but that's my shits, that's all. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I know, I get
0: it. And I just want to be the voice of reason as your friend and as the friend of anyone else who's listening. We are in the middle of an incredibly strange time in the world. Like, I feel like I've been going through a lot of these issues that you're talking about, and part of it also has to do with what's happening. You know, like, I was kind of smoking before all of this. Look at you talking about it out loud. I can't
1: believe it. I know. I know. I want to affirm, congratulations for saying it out loud, because you've avoided it for a really long time. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. That job was very,
0: very stressful for me, and I I was, you know, It is what it is. No, I'm not talking about Scary Mommy. I'm talking about the other one that I had.
1: Well, they both were stressful.
0: But that basically brought me back to smoking. So then all this shit happened. And I was like, well, I really need to cut that out because that's definitely going to hurt some breathing issues. Is it COVID or is it the
1: pack of cigarettes I've smoked?
0: Exactly. And also like they're saying like a high risk of going on a ventilator. Anyway, I quit smoking in the middle of a, of a fucking pandemic. We're also stuck at home. We're eating and drinking our feelings. We got to be kind to ourselves to some extent. And it does that mean that we should like let ourselves go off the deep end. No, because you know what? It's just going to be more work to go back to normal, but be kind to yourself as much as you can and I know it's hard because I certainly am not very kind to myself but I try to remind myself like it's okay it's okay we're gonna get through this and life is gonna go back to some semblance of normal it may not be for a year or two but at some point we will let's just get through this time agreed let's just get through it I just wanted to remind you and everybody else of thank that, you so. Ash love you boo you're welcome I love you mama Today's guest is a mom of two, a serial entrepreneur and investor, and she's the CEO and co-founder of Wander Beauty. Welcome Divya Gugnani. Hi, Divya.
2: Hi, how are you guys? We're good,
0: you know, getting through um, COVID and working from home, and uh,
1: 2020, I guess. And I have to say, currently, I look accidentally cute, thanks to both you and Ashley, because one, I'm wearing something that Ashley gave me that I didn't know was a (laughs) nightgown, but I'm wearing it as a dress. (laughs) And I'm wearing a full face of Wander Beauty, which also makes me look cute. So thanks, guys, for making me look accidentally foxy.
0: So good. So- Divya, together with model Lindsay Ellington, you founded Wander Beauty. Can you tell us a little bit about Wander and what the goal of the company is?
2: Sure. So Lindsay and I actually met at a party and we just bonded over our love of beauty, our love of travel, and the fact that there was really no beauty brand out in the market that was speaking to us. Both of us, for totally different reasons, are time-starved women on the go. So Lindsay was modeling planes, trains, automobiles, and she carries around this like tiny little bag, and somehow manages to like keep all her essentials in there. I don't know how people do
1: it. That's not. I don't know.
2: I'm a mom, so like I don't even understand the concept. To me, I'm like, you pull out the tote bag, and there's like 600 (laughs) things fall out of there, Um, and they maybe the vintage is unknown for some of them. So I had two kids within two years was working, was traveling for work, and was basically putting on under eye concealer on the F train subway from the Upper East Side of Manhattan to Midtown, just to look like 25% better than when I left my house. We all know that feeling. Yeah. And so like the whole beauty industry is telling all of us and all of us moms in particular, you need 10 steps for your makeup and 15 steps for your skin and another 10 steps for your hair. And like, who's doing this? Not me. So... The average woman actually spends 15 minutes on her beauty routine. I felt like there was no beauty brand that was speaking to her and speaking to me. And so we created Wander Beauty with this, just built on the premise of like, women want to be gorgeous on the go. We are multitasking. We are doing our skincare at the gym. We are doing our makeup in the car. We're doing our hair at our desk at work. This is how we are really living our lives. So why don't we create a beauty brand that suits real women in the context of their real lives and solves problems in their daily routine? So we created Wander Beauty to make fewer, better beauty essentials. Fewer, because you guys have experienced the brand, they're multitaskers. Everything is like multi-use, multi-use formula, double-sided component. It's all multitasking essential. So you can do more with less which I think is super important. I think we live in a world where people care about waste and having too yeah. many things. And so you can have four beauty products in your beauty bag that do the work of 20. That's where we're going with that. And then better, it's all clean beauty. I know clean beauty is something that's kind of amorphous. People define it different ways. We have the Net-a-Porter, net a Net-Sustain Seal, Birchbox Clean Beauty Seal. We are clean by our own standards and we believe that women are ingesting Five pounds of hormone disrupting toxic chemicals into their system every single year. Wow. And don't even realize it. And so we need to do better. So that's why we have our fewer better beauty essentials. We are clean. We ban the use of all these chemicals. We're also cruelty free and fragrance free, which I think is important. And then we're beauty essentials. We're things you reach for every day. You're not coming to us for TLI shadow and, you know, electric colors for eyeliner. You're coming to us for things you're going to reach for every day across color cosmetics, hair care, body care, and skin care. And these are the essentials that women are using. And we make everything that's fuss-free, foolproof, do-it-yourself, travel-friendly
1: so you could be gorgeous on the go. Two things come to mind when you say that. One of the things I love about all your products that I've used so far and from what I see from stalking um, your page Mm -hmm. when I'm having insomnia is that the goal is to look beautiful in who you are and that Mm -hmm. less products help accentuate your natural beauty.
2: We want you to look like the best version of yourself but not to actually look like somebody else. Exactly. (laughs) Not to confuse the husbands.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's fun. I mean, it's a great time, truly. One of the things that really is interesting to me is I, you know, I'm, I studied nutrition, so I've always been a pretty clean eater, but I was not really doing it with my beauty. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant and I started to really yep. worry. And that's when my realization happened where I really said, Well, if I'm so concerned about what I'm putting in my body, why am I not so concerned about what I'm putting on my face?
2: Your skin is your largest organ. Yeah. So you're actually ingesting all those chemicals through your skin. And so people don't realize this. And I think there's an overall awakening that needs to happen. And we can just be a part of that.
1: I
0: love that. I agree. Can I ask a question that I feel like maybe I'm, because I've pinpointed the double use on every product that I've tried, which I love everything. The do not disturb, which is the repair concentrate and the retinoid, which is Fantastic, by the way. I love it. Obsessed. Is that a dual purpose or is that like the one that's kind of like it's a standalone and bitch, you need it?
2: You need it because it actually covers a lot of different parts of your routine that you would cover with different products. So, this powerful overnight concentrate is solving a lot of skincare problems all at one time. So, it is a multi purpose formula. So, your skin overnight, that's when you actually repair your skin barrier and your skin rebalances. And so it's very important that you take care of your nightly skincare routine. And so do not disturb is a 1% retinoid. So whether you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, whatever age group you're in, everyone needs to incorporate a retinoid in their routine. This is just like Holy grail ingredient that has proven science that is backed with telling you this is going to fundamentally change uneven skin tone, texture, fine line, wrinkles, acne scars. Like it's literally skin rejuvenation. Okay, And a retinoid is proven science and this is 1% retinoid. So it's at a level where it's actually going to do something. So not to be confused with a retinol, which is a much weaker version mm. and derivative of vitamin A. A retinoid is a more powerful derivative of vitamin A and is going to give you results, especially at a 1% level where it actually really does something for you. And so we combine in this formula lots of other ingredients that also help with skin elasticity and help with like shielding the skin from environmental stressors during the day so it, overall it's going to give you smoother healthier and more useful looking skin there are different pieces to the formulation that address multiple concerns not just fine lines wrinkles uneven skin tone texture but also hyperpigmentation um if that's something you're going through our dark spots and eight spots like we're kind of combating all of the issues that people have got it with one holy grail over overnight concentrate, which is going to work at all of this. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for
0: answering that. You can tell, like you wake up in the morning and it's almost like, oh my goodness, who is
2: that?
1: (laughs) I have to tell you, this whole conversation is like foreplay for me. I'm such a skincare. (laughs) Carrie and I are
2: like obsessed with this stuff. Yes. And I love to talk about this stuff. So I'm like, this is my passion in life. Someday we're going to have a sister
1: podcast that is just about being a beauty junkie. Yeah. So being the beauty junkie that I am, what would be, and I know this is really hard to narrow down, but what would be your Wander Beauty Essentials? Yeah, pick
2: your favorite children, please. Favorite children. Sophie's (laughs) Choice, do it. Most important is like, everyone needs to be washing their face. Like even if you're at home and you're not wearing makeup and you're like your life is Zoom conferences and being with your family and you're not doing anything, you still need to wash your face. So cleansing is like the backbone of skincare regimen. So for me, I love our Drift Away Cleanser. For when I do wear makeup, it actually takes all the makeup off. So it's a double cleanse. It will remove makeup, but also take off SPF. We should all be wearing because 90% of skin aging happens from photo aging, which is being out in the sun. It'll take off your makeup, your dirt, your oil, your pollution your bacteria sebum all of it's coming off. So I love our Drift Away cleanser. It's a multitasking cleanser. It's two steps in one. Gentle enough to use every day. My favorite other holy grail skincare products, as I mentioned, do not disturb, which is the overnight concentrate. And then the other one I would say that I'm obsessed with is Mist Connection. Mm. So I don't know if you guys have tried this. This is new for us. It's an essence and toner. It's a pink water-based toner that's going to rebalance the pH of your skin. So healthy skin is balanced skin, puts deep hydration into the skin. So I really, really love this formulation. It has niacinamide in it, hyaluronic acid. It's got a nice blend of oils like evening primrose roll and avocado oil this just like, I spray it and I feel like I'm having a yes. spa experience. By the way, my kids are addicted and yes. obsessed with it. So I'm like, run through this formula faster than I would like. There's an after feel, it locks in hydration into the skin and it lasts. Yep. So I think that's what's really special about it. It's not just a toner that evaporates and balances your pH, but it's also an essence, which hydrates the skin and Everyone knows healthy skin is hydrated yep. skin. And all of us are dehydrated. So we all need misconnection in our lives.
1: You know, I have some sun damage. Not, luckily, not terrible because I do wear sunscreen, but I do have some sun damage. And I have to say, when I started using the Do Not Disturb, no joke, four or five people right away commented on how my skin, how they could see my freckles, which I've always had, but some of the other like discoloration spots that were not freckles, completely dissolved. Ashley complimented yep. me. A couple of my neighbors complimented me. It was literally within two or three days. Like, the results were pretty immediate. It was kind of amazing. My sister called me a bitch, which is the highest compliment, (laughs) which means my skin looks great when she calls me a bitch. Yes, of
2: course. You want her to be doing that. You want to be stopping traffic at the same time, too. So, Divya, what's your quick mom beauty routine now. Yeah. So I told you about my skin that, that those are the kind of things that I use all reach for all the time. I would say in terms of complexion and like color, yeah. I just have dark under eye circles and I need like a multi-purpose formula to just spot treat. I'm not an all over like put foundation all over my face every day kind of person. I actually don't really wear foundation unless like I have a special occasion. So I actually really love our new delusion liquid foundation because it comes in a tube. It's not a glass bottle that's going to shatter when you're taking it. From place A to place B, which us moms know that we are taking everything from place A to B. Or to when C your to kid B. goes through
1: your makeup bag yes. every day like mine doesn't do ruins do, half the but things. But like why
2: do they put right. foundation in glass?
0: Also, a pump. I'm not getting every last ounce of my makeup if you give me a glass bottle with a pump. That's all I have to say Totally. About so this
2: is a doe foot applicator and it's a plastic tube, which is super lightweight, easy to travel with. It is an incredible formula that covers everything and feels weightless and like nothing on the face. For me, if I feel it on my face, I don't want to mm. wear it. So my dark circles need covering. The redness around my nose needs covering. I've got some scarring on my face. Um, and so I just like to just spot treat where I need it and move on in the summer though. I mix this with our glow ahead face oil, which is a really beautiful, um, naturally fragrant raspberry seed oil based oil. And so I just take a little bit of oil and a little bit of this foundation. I mix it and just pat it on my face. So I love that for like an everyday effortless go do my face and leave. And then I love on the glow blush and illuminator, which is just my you know, it's the first product we ever created. It's won the Allure Best of Beauty Award. It's our holy grail. You can do your lips, your cheeks. And then the other side is a nude glow illuminator, which I do my eyes and a highlight with. Totally looking like I rolled out of my bed to polished and pretty in about two minutes, just using those essentials. We also just recently came out with something called Double Date, which has become very popular. It's a lip and cheek formula and a pot, which you can just put in your bag and has a bomb on the other side and it has a mirror. So it's just like, you can do your lips, your cheeks, a highlight deal with your chapped lips which is a chronic issue for me and also like deal with my crazy eyebrows with the bomb. the bomb is great oh. for eyebrows that are like going nuts and also like other than that i'm also just wearing my hair in a ponytail all Constantly. the time because that's like my go-to thing and then the bomb, i just like smooth a little in my hands and i just put it on the top of my head and just smooth through oh, flyways Ooh, it a fly-ways. So, like, my ponytail looks a little neat so i find that as like a mommy multitasking must-have as double date and we just launched it at it's Sephora. called double date it's It's called Double Date and it comes in a pink peony shade, which is called Rendezvous, which is the most popular. And then more of a peachy shade, which personally, I'm a golden medium skin tone. I really love the peach. I also love peach for summer, which is called Sweet Talker.
0: God, I feel like I need to go on a shopping spree now. Sorry. (laughs) I wanted to ask you about COVID beauty specifically in that COVID is really affecting us in the silly things, right? Like I haven't had my hair cut in God knows how Mm -hmm. long or my nails done or a facial or any of these kinds of like routine kind of grooming things and I keep putting on lipstick and then I put on a mask and I'm like oh shit I'm amazed you're even bothering with lipstick but it seems as though I feel like this is kind of influencing a long-term change in the beauty industry where people are really going to be turning more towards a bare bones approach to beauty are you finding that to be the case
2: absolutely and that's how We as a brand are structured and believe in, you know, yourself, but only better. And so we are all about essentials all the building blocks of essentials. And so when we think about our business, we're always thinking about how is the consumer living? What do they care about? I also feel like people are more price sensitive. We've started out with, you know, what was a health crisis, which evolved into a financial crisis um, with businesses being shut and people losing their jobs due to COVID-19 and a humanitarian crisis. And then on top of it, a social movement. And so we've gone through a lot in 2020 and there's a lot more to go through and we will continue to evolve. But I think we have to understand our consumer, how they're living, and give them the tools and the ammunition for what they need at home to live with intention. And so when we were messaging and talking to our consumer, we're like, we're not talking about full coverage foundation. We're talking about how to protect your skin barrier so that you don't get mask like, you know, we're thinking about how, what are the tips and tricks, how people are doing facials at home. They're not going out to see their traditional service providers. And how can they replicate that, that experience with our essentials? How can we, you know, talk about how we have so many great lip products that don't have color in them so that when you wear a mask, you don't have transfer issues. And by the way, you don't want those colorants on your skin yeah. because those are not good for your skin. In many cases, ours are clean, so they're okay for your skin, which is why a lot of our lip formulations can be worn on your cheeks and often on your eyes as well. But with many other brands, that's very much not the case. That will be highly irritating for your skin.
1: You also have been so ahead of the curve in this because I think more people are realizing the impact of the environment, how delicate our ecosystems really are in our bodies and that we need to take care of them. And you were doing all of this stuff pre-COVID. And so you're really ahead of the game when it comes to this, which is amazing. And I think people are focusing more on skincare now because no one's going out necessarily like like with a full face to a red carpet event. That's the real deal every day. And Ashley and I talked about this on an episode a couple weeks ago, where if you are like putting on a full face and pretending that you're going out to a big event, you're not being sensitive to what's happening in the world right now. Yeah. And the reality is we're all, our masks are being taken off. We're being seen for who we really are. And that's good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I really feel that, you know, where am I going? Nowhere. The kitchen and the couch. Right. So no weddings, anniversaries, you know, graduations, all of that stuff is just, you know, a lot of it's on hold, a lot of it's happening via Zoom. So our lives are changing.
1: So you touched on this a little bit, but I specifically need to know because I have mask knee right now <laughs> as I speak. What do you recommend for mask knee?
2: So interesting. So first important thing to do is to really cleanse with intention. You have to make sure that you're cleansing your face well and you're removing all the things I talked about. Oil, dirt, even bacteria pollution because that Causes clogged pores and breakouts. So, you want to make sure that you're cleansing and you're using a cleanser that is not stripping your skin barrier. So, not a cleanser with any sort of SLS or things like that that's going to strip your skin. The other thing is, I highly recommend if you're wearing a mask that all of your skincare and all of your makeup should be 100% fragrance free mm. because fragrance can be an irritant. And then, when you have a hot, sweaty environment under a cloth or different material mask, you're going to exacerbate that situation. You really have to have a strengthened skin barrier to prevent any sort of spread of bacteria or infections. And that's, you know, the root of acne a lot of times other than hormonal issues. And so it's very important to reinforce your skin barrier day and night. So it's all about using humectants, which is water-based formulas that provide hydration to the superficial layers of your skin. And then also follow up with what I call emollients and occlusives, which is oil-based formulas that both soften the skin and also seal in moisture. I always say like after you moisturize, like use a face oil because that'll seal in all the moisture and you know trap it in the skin. And like so, for your
1: daytime routine.
2: Yeah day, or even night. Mm. I have two quick questions for you. One when I
0: was doing research on this I read an article where you said that you put milk on your face yes, um, I um, <laughs> and listen I am not against anything I will try anything. I, acne right. has been an issue for me for so long until coronavirus when I have really just like not worn makeup and prioritized everything. Mm-hmm. Can you explain just the process of putting milk on and I understand it's the lactic acid it's a natural
2: exfoliant yeah do you like just pour it on I take organic milk that's full fat when I can and I cleanse my face I'll use my drift away cleanser so my face is totally clear and it's a good canvas to apply any sort of treatment whenever you're using a treatment whether it's a serum or do not disturb or whatever it may be in this case for me my treatment is milk I p- take a little bit of organic full fat milk and I splash it on my face over the sink. So I just like put a little bit in a bowl and I just like, s- you know, put my hands on it or, or I pour I it in my hands. I mean, I assume it's hands. cold
1: because it's milk. It from the
2: fridge. Yeah. yeah. And I just splash it on my face and it just gets all over your face and you try not to get too much in your hair. You can always wear like a shower cap or put a headband yeah. on to protect your hair. And then you just let it dry and it literally dries in like, I would say one to three oh. minutes. It's totally dry. And so milk dries very quickly. And the purpose of the milk is it reduces pigmentation, it heals dry skin, it hydrates the skin. Um, It can heal acne in some cases, it relieves sunburn. So it has a lot of different benefits of putting milk, but the lactic acid is just really great for overall uneven skin tone. So when I was a kid growing up and I had acne as we all did hormonal acne and I have scars, my mom would not let me use any sort of chemical or OTC products. She's like, you're going to put milk on your face Ah. and the scars will fade and it'll reduce the pigmentation and it'll also heal any sort of dry skin. It like kind of balances the skin. So that's what I did. My mom would not wow. let me use anything. I'm going to try it tonight. And so that's how I did it. And then what you do is after one to three minutes, when it dries and your face feels a little tight, you don't want to talk for those one to three minutes. And then you just rinse with lukewarm water. So you don't want the water to be hot and you don't want it to be cold you want to be just lukewarm water and then you just pat it dry with a towel and i promise you that for pigmentation issues in specific lactic acid is so incredibly great for that and uneven skin tone you will see a difference like i actually feel like in the summer when i get very tan unintentionally because i'm wearing my spf and reapplying all the time i still put milk into my regimen for that reason wow. to kind of maintain my skin tone
0: i have acne scars i'm dying to get rid of i am going to try this tonight my My second, real quick question is You mentioned the Nude Illusion Liquid Foundation, and as a consumer, I would like to know I don't wear foundation very often. I do have to go on camera every so often. You know, I have a little bit of unevenness. Is that because you have a few different foundations? Is that the one you would recommend for me?
2: So I'll tell you why I like this. This is such a flexible formula. I'm not a traditional foundation wearer, and I'm upfront about that. If I have to do a full face, I can put Nude Illusion all over my face, and I can have a flawless canvas, and I won't feel like I'm wearing makeup, which is Great.
1: Yeah, I hate when it just sits on the top of your skin. It's the worst.
2: Yeah, you feel it. I hate feeling it. So I need spot correction. Nude Illusion comes with a doe foot in it. So you can just use oh. it for spots and areas that are problem areas on a daily basis. You don't have to use it as a Actually, foundation.
0: the best concealer I own is the Wander Beauty Duelist Concealer. It is the greatest concealer. I yes. have it. I told Carrie she needs to buy it. It's incredible. I don't have it. I have to order it. It I is
1: the love best. it.
2: Yes. It is so great. Yeah, it really is, and so the nude illusion like can be a creamy concealer, so you can use it for spots. But also in the summer, no one's wearing a full face. So I just take the nude illusion foundation, I squeeze out from the tube a little bit on my hand, and I put a few drops of glowhead oil, and I make myself a tinted oil. I press it onto my hands, and I just press it onto my you're face. You're going to and get lots
1: it. of my money later. After so this much of in it yes. is over. So much.
2: You purchase one bottle of foundation, so when you need to wear foundation, you have a foundation in your arsenal, and then when you're wearing it every day, you can just spot correct where you need to like zoom makeup, you just put it on where you need it. And then if you want it on the weekend, just like give yourself an all over glowy tinted oil look. It's good for that too. So this one purchase Extends to so many different types of coverage that your life is changing in different times, you want different coverage. And that's what I really love about this formula. It really, and the applicator, it has a built in applicator. So it makes it friendly to use on my face and for my body.
1: So plug yourself. Like we want to know where to find you, where to, you mentioned where to find Wander Beauty, but please tell us all the things. So I'm at D
2: Gugnani, which is D G U G. N-A-N-I. And um, Wander's at Wander, W-A-N-D-E-R underscore beauty for Instagram and other places, which we're on TikTok, we're on uh, YouTube and Facebook. Pick your platform of choice and please connect with us. We love to have new members of our community and to engage with them. Our community really is the basis of our entire brand. They help tell us what to formulate Ness, what to make, what their problems are. We're here. It's a two-way dialogue with our community every single day. Feel free to DM me with any skincare concerns or questions um, or even makeup ones. I'm always around to help out in any way I
1: can. Well, let me just tell you, I feel like a cool kid now because <laughs> I am obsessed with your mascara. We'll talk about it later on in the show. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm a skincare junkie. I mean, I like makeup too, but skincare is really my my jam. And the stuff that I've been using from Wander has been amazing. And I'm really allergic to smells. So yes fragrance-free.
2: Everything fragrance-free. Yeah.
1: Having everything be really clean and smell-free. I don't have to worry. Like lots of times when I order from Sephora, I'm like, oh, is this going to be smelly? I can't tell unless I go. And in COVID, I've been completely okay, like blindly ordering stuff from you and knowing it's not going to affect me, which is, I mean, affect me negatively, I should say. And that's huge for me. I spend so much money on products that then I get them, whether it's hair care or face care or makeup, it just aggravates my asthma. And so I just am really thankful. Your stuff just, it feels good when you put it on your body. it makes me look good and I don't have to worry.
0: I agree. We just want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're crazy busy and killing it out there. So thank you for taking the time to chat with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And we're Wander Beauty loyalists. And we don't say that to
2: everybody, but we actually mean it. Aww. Well, thank you guys for your support and I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you.
1: Why is it, it taken us so long
0: To think about this. Oh, to come up with this idea? I don't know. I don't know. Guys, without further ado, let's just go over the hotties of COVID. Because let me tell you, this is fun. Or as
1: I like to call it, the hottie heroes of COVID. Hottie heroes? I like zaddies of COVID. I mean, there's so many things we can call it. But basically what it is is... The people that have gotten us through in a sexual way.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: in a way, thanks for keeping us alive and making us feel alive.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, like the people, 50 year old plus crowd, maybe six year old plus crowd on here. That's definitely more carries. That's my speed. I like it. Like a, I like a daddy. Yeah all right let's start it off all right come on the face of covid the face of resilience the face of nipple piercings and the face that will mark this time in history Andrew Cuomo I mean
1: I'm a Cuomo sexual
0: yes my friend bought that t-shirt and I was just like that
1: is incredible it's too on the nose but I'm into it I think it's great. I'm going to have to fight Chelsea Handler for him, though.
0: What she posts, calling him her boyfriend and, like, tagging him, I I really hope that they get together. I couldn't imagine a better match, honestly. She used to date 50 Cent, and he used to date Sandra Lee. I mean somehow that
1: all just makes a lot of sense. True. Maybe they should be like in a four-way, like a 4 pull. No, no. Get rid
0: of Fofty. Get rid of Tandra. <laughs> Those two. I just, it makes perfect sense.
1: Also, I just love his banter. Like he just gets right to the point in a yes. very New York way. He's like, don't wear your mask like an asshole, basically. Him and his brother having cute conversations about their mom. If you don't follow Andrew Cuomo on Twitter, You're
0: really missing out with this. He's always like, call Um, mom.
1: She misses you. And he's like, I called her. Shut up. I
0: mean, just so good. So simple. And he
1: rides a motorcycle.
0: And he may or may not have nipple rings. Uh, That's where you lose me. I'm not into a nipple ring, but, I mean, I'm not not
1: into a nipple ring.
0: Yeah, I think it it weirds me out a little bit, to be completely
1: honest. I mean, I like anything that's a little bit secret. Like, when you look like you're wearing a suit and you're a buttoned-up guy, and then really everything the suit covers is, like, tattoos and piercings. Huh. I have issues. You know this. Can I intro this one? Please. Because I got a thing for him. Okay. I want to hear it. Dr. Fauci. Ugh. Let me just tell you. <laughs> he is like an elder Tucci to me. Like a Stanley Like elder? a Stanley, but older. Hmm. And shorter, I would say. I love me a man that looks like he's from my family, which sounds disgusting. Yeah, that was a weird way to say that. That was a weird way to say it, But I love <laughs> men that look like my Italian ancestors, but are actually not related to me. That Roman knows that that tiny but muscular figure. I just really feel like he speaks to my ancestry. (laughs) (laughs) He's smart. He has a, whenever Trump is not allowing him to talk, he has a facial expression that's like, bitch, stop. I have
0: to say he handles Trump so what I think the most attractive thing about Dr. Fauci, other than him being so intelligent and like handling all of this, is the way that he actually deals with Trump. He dismisses what he says, but not in a dismissive way. I aspire to handle people the way Dr. Fauci handles Trump.
1: If there's any psychologists or psychiatrists listening, please let me know if this means I'm a narcissist, if I like to fall in love with people that kind of look like me and my people. I think it means I'm a narcissist. I think that's like a thing. I mean, Dr. Fauci, way. reach out. Friend of the podcast. I'm into you. I love that you're a New Yorker. I lo- I just I, I'm He's really, married. I know. But does he just need like a yoga teacher or maybe someone to make him some like sauce and some meatballs? Because I'm into that too.
0: Okay, I'm going to intro this one. Yeah, you should. This is, this is a long-term zaddy in my mind. Although, he just reached zaddy status. Zach Efron. Also,
1: Lord. I just have to interrupt you immediately and say people are saying he has a dad bod. I don't know many dads that have that bod.
0: No, it's actually kind of offensive, I think.
1: Because um, he just looks like a person who's no longer a teenager and is a full man. But I don't know many dads that have that bod because that bod is fierce. He still has
0: abs. He still has, like, all kinds of muscles. Calling it a dad bod is not at all a thing. I also read an article that said, because, you know, he went to rehab a few years ago for cocaine. And when he came out, that's when he got really into working out. And it was like, you know, kind of a replacement for the drugs. I've and heard that. Um, so he did Baywatch, which is like peak Zac Jack Jackness. But wasn't so, like, he
1: on coke during Baywatch?
0: No, that was, bef- I mean, unless something happened. I heard there was a, anyway. According to him, no. Okay. Um. So he basically got really jacked. And then during Baywatch was like, oh, so the life I live is like, I can't even drink a certain amount of water because, it, you know, then the muscles don't stick to the skin. Like there was all this stuff that went into play. And he's like, that's not for me. But his face looks fuller. His body is just like, he's still jacked. I don't understand why anyone's calling him a, a dad bod. But I love the beard, his the chest hair, jaw. it's all. Oh, working for me.
1: Oof. I, I didn't find him attractive before, also, he's closer to your age range than he is to mine. It's kind of creepy.
0: I'm a Zach Efron fan from day one. Like high school musical.
1: I was a full adult person living on her own in New York during high school musical. And my baby cousins, which I used to babysit, watch it. So it's like, he it's creepy if I like him. But now that he has this like square jaw, I'm kind of into it.
0: Yeah, no, I am. I
1: never found him attractive. But I do like this incarnation of Zach. So, and that show I really like. I like a pretty boy. And, Not um, me. He's about as pretty as they get. And the
0: show, I'm going to be honest, don't love it. Don't think it's that great. I watched one episode. It was just okay, but I will keep watching it because him. Quite it's, frankly, it's the, it's
1: the goop of Zach Afrin and I'm
0: into it. And honestly, I think the show is not doing him any favors except how hot he is. That other guy, why anyone said he should be on camera is beyond me. Oh, I don't mind uh, him either.
1: Oh my god, it's no. Oh, he reminds me of my dad's friend who used to do um, exercise videos on late night television. Jack Lalanne. No, but yes. Also, I I just totally want to acknowledge to everyone on the show that everything I'm saying sounds creepy. Like when I say that I like, I'm attracted to people that look like me, and then I'm attracted to my dad's friend.
0: Stop repeating it. Just stop.
1: And then my dad's They heard you friend. the first time, and it was creepy the first Okay, let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on. Evidently, I'm just <sighs> spiraling. Um, friend of the podcast, Tom Hanks. Yeah, friend in our head. Who was basically the first celebrity face of COVID.
0: Yeah, and his plasma is being used to develop antibodies. What I wouldn't
1: give to have his plasma inside me. I think we're all
0: gonna have a little bit of his plasma inside me. See, I don't find Tom Hanks hot. He is my Hollywood dad for me. I adore him. Meeting him would probably be a crying moment. It would get
1: ugly. You wouldn't be able to control yourself, I don't think. No,
0: I don't think so either. He just seems like the world's nicest man, like my actual dad. I love how he's
1: letting himself go silver fox and he has like a vegetarian diet. I mean, I'm really into it.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it.
1: I've liked him ever since Bosom Buddies because I'm old i watched bosom buddies on
0: repeat but i watched it and i agree with you next up travis maldonado aka r.i.p r.i.p joe exotic's second husband i feel bad saying this one but i really found him very attractive except for
1: the fact that he was like hella addicted to math.
0: Totally. Of course. I'm just saying, like, actually physically attractive. At the beginning, like, when you first meet him in the documentary, he was just a really attractive guy. And I felt like his whole rise to fame happened in COVID. And we would be remiss if we did not put him on the list.
1: Next up, a guy that I've been following on Instagram. His Instagram handle is monsoon diaries. His name is Calvin D Sun MD and he's specifically a pandemic doctor. He is a traveling ER doctor who goes to places with epidemics, pandemics all over the world and specifically works in hospitals during these times. Jesus. And, yeah, and he is a hottie Hottie. Let me just tell you one, his sense of adventure. Two, he's a foodie. Three, his body is tight. Four, he's really done a lot education wise, especially in New York. He came here to New York to work and is still working here and basically just stays at like Airbnbs or hotels. He just goes wherever he is needed. This is his traveling doctor lifestyle. And following him has made me feel really empowered instead of scared. Like he talks about what he feels comfortable doing and what he doesn't feel comfortable doing and the Statistics versus what he's really seeing, like in the field. Any
0: interesting insight you can offer us of those things that you just listed off?
1: Well, just that outside travel in general. Like he doesn't take the subway, but he really feels like being outdoors is pretty safe. What he used as PPE because he didn't have PPE was interesting. Like different ways that you could MacGyver yourself some PPE. Like he used raincoats and uh, masking tape and all sorts of things. Hmm. Reporting the numbers in real time. Okay, that's
0: interesting. So, give him a follow, Monsoon Diaries. Monsoon
1: Diaries. And he's
0: truly a hottie. I was like, man. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot that was like such a thirst trap. It was just like him shirtless on the beach. And I was like, this guy's a doctor? I think you should intro the next one, too, because this is a you find. I did a deep dive. The way that Ashley did a deep dive for
1: Hot Goss. Yes, this is definitely your category. I did a deep dive. Like, I feel like we're all the rest of them are people that I've done deep dives for. So King Gutter Baby, that's her Instagram handle. Obviously, I get all my news from Instagram.
0: (laughs) you might be the person I know who's on Instagram most. Really? That that is not a judgmental comment in any way. I'm taking
1: it as a compliment. Is that weird?
0: No I I don't think it's any it's not meant as anything other than just totally an observation.
1: Okay so King Gutter Baby who's real that's her Instagram handle which I love. Her real name is Lara Bristow and she is an infectious disease researcher. She's also like This is coming from a woman who's 42 years old. She's very young and very like cool, hipster Williamsburg looking. She's not actually from Williamsburg, but like in Austin, Texas. I think she
0: lives in, no, no. I think she lives in Georgia. Because I was like, oh, she lives in Austin. She looks like an Austin chick. That's what I'm saying. She looks like she
1: lives in Austin or Williamsburg, but she doesn't. She's like tatted, loves to go bowling, likes Miller High Life. But she's an infectious disease researcher and a bartender. Because everybody knows it's hard to make a living doing the thing you love. Yeah. And she's been reporting for MTV and other, because I think she's so, we talked about it when we did that epidemiologist episode, what we imagine when we imagine the the 1% of epidemiologists who are like, we don't give a fuck about old people, we're not visiting old people ever again. We assume they're like old crotchety old men.
0: I, I still find that just so funny.
1: But <laughs> she gives a face to this that there's infectious disease researchers who are like hottie Williamsburg, Austin, Texas, tatted girls who like to go bowling. And I really feel like, I mean, I know this because I researched her, but younger people are listening to what she has to say because she looks like them it's not like some old guy or some dr fauci which only i find hot is saying this this young person who also lives a really fun life i just think that young people can associate with like yeah she wants to get to a bar believe you me she wants to go but she's telling you please wear a mask and don't go because it's not the right time totally a hottie hero and she's letting young people know that she is young herself and this is what she would do and what she wouldn't do i like that i'll intro this one rihanna
0: who has donated five million dollars she's been i think one of the biggest celebrity donators and she's done it pretty quietly unlike so many other celebrities who need to tell everyone that they did something charitable and also
1: because of her pull five million dollars was of her own money but then she's worked with like jay-z and other people to do other collaborations for fundraising with other people but she did five million of her own money I want to piggyback on that. But just to say before you piggyback, because I know you love her so much. Yeah. It's that she's really specifically trying to help people that are marginalized, um, people of color that don't necessarily get the COVID tests first. So she's been going to like Haiti and Malawi, Haiti and Malawi to get... COVID testing there and, you know, nations that maybe do not have all the resources. I mean, listen, in the United States, it's not even easy to get a COVID test, let alone like in Haiti, you know?
0: No, it's shameful, but- Yes. To piggyback on that, I want to also throw out Bethany Frankel, whose organization, Be Strong, she does so much work every time there's some kind of relief that needs to be done. Both of these ladies are not only awesome and people I just personally really like, I think it's great when people use their celebrity for an actual good cause.
1: I would also like to personally thank Bethany Frankel for her relief fund for Ashley, which is that you give relief (laughs) to Ashley on the daily every time she watches you or thinks about you.
0: Okay, so Jacinda Arden, who is the 39-year-old Prime Minister of New Zealand, she is just a badass lady. I just want to remind everyone that men constantly say that You know, Hillary Clinton couldn't be president because women are too emotional. This is the first prime minister ever, ever in the world to have dealt with a major terrorist attack, a deadly volcanic eruption and a pandemic all in her first time while holding her baby. Is she the one that breastfed?
1: Well, yes. Oh man, she's a badass.
0: She is, she might be the most underrated superhero of all of this. She is not getting enough FaceTime, in my
1: opinion. Well, I've heard of her, but it made me sad that I didn't actually, when you wrote her name down, I didn't actually know her by name. If I'm being completely honest, I had to Google it. But I was like, ooh, what's the New Zealand
0: Prime Minister's name? Yeah. And I read something, I think it was the Atlantic, and it said like, her leadership style is focused on empathy. I mean, she was the prime minister that they had that big terrorist attack and then within like a couple of weeks all guns were gone out of as it should be which listen you know you and i might have a slightly different of opinion there i'm not against guns being gone but the fact that she even tried to make a difference we that no one's even trying here anyway so
1: those are your hottie heroes of covid or your covid zaddies
0: I like hottie heroes. Let's call it that. Yeah, because the ladies
1: are not zaddies, but they're hottie heroes. You're saving lives and your eye candy. I'm into it. Yeah. Amen. And thank you for your service. Hashtag swag bag. So as usual, these are obsessions that if we had all the money in the world, that we gave out swag bags to everyone we met, which is like an Oprah Winfrey style, Barbara Streisand has a mall underneath her basement kind of thing that I want to do for people. Have you seen the photos? Have you seen the photos? Oh, I have. The doll. I'm Uh, not into The dolls.
0: I'm not either, but it is incredible. Anyway, and we should also mention that in honor of Wander Beauty, they sent us a couple of different things to try from Wander Beauty. And we are specifically picking ones that are Wander Beauty products because we actually love them so, so much. So much so that Carrie and I are going to go spend our own money and buy stuff.
1: Carrie, do you want to start? Sure. I got sent a lot of things. All of which were amazing, but I think we've talked about this before. Maybe we haven't. I am really specific about my lashes and my brows. Yes. and we—you talk- have
0: mentioned that part
1: many right on times. the live show with Bobby Brown. Like, I'm a mascara whore and I'm an mm-hmm. eyebrow pencil whore, and I use different mascaras for different moods. It's important to my beauty routine because my brows and my lashes are white, and um, I just don't look remotely healthy i look like powder the movie powder i don't look healthy unless i have brows and lashes on so i do have to say their unlashed volume and curl mascara is really really good so whereas the other week um during our live show i talked about the bobby brown smoky mascara that is good for when you want to look like you're wearing mascara again the formula is great with that one where you can layer it but it definitely is looks like you're wearing mascara for sure this one doesn't necessarily look like you're wearing mascara it darkens the lashes. I don't have an issue with curling because I have curly lashes anyway, but I didn't use my eyelash curler at all using this product. I love that it comes in a squeezable tube, so you feel like you're getting every last bit of the mascara out, and you can also kind of squeeze it to not have so much mascara come out on the wand. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, it's a curved wand. I like it because it both brings a couple of lashes together without clumping, but then also fans them out, which is... Tricky because usually it's either too clumpy or too spaced out. And it even worked on my bottom lashes. As you know, I've mentioned before, I have Diva Eye, so I don't usually put things on my lower lashes, but it's a really thin in a good way application so that I could just put like one coat on my bottom lashes and it's not goopy. It just shows my lashes as they are. And then the top lashes, I did like two coats on. And then it looks like I just have naturally gorgeous giraffe eyelashes.
0: There you have it. Unlash volume and curl mascara.
1: And you, Ashley?
0: Mine is the Dualist Matte and Illuminating Concealer. And I said during the interview with Divya that it is the greatest concealer I've ever used. I didn't get that one. So
1: I'm excited to try that.
0: Oh man, let me tell you, I stand by that like nobody's business. So here's the thing. It's double-ended, double-sided, double-ended is a dildo. It's Mm -hmm. (laughs) double-sided. There is a, uh, a like stick, you know, like a thicker globier stick side and then there is a liquid side
1: one side that looks like a lipstick top
0: yes I made the mistake of doing my concealer before doing like blush and foundation and stuff don't do that you're going to want to do this as your last step this concealer see I would never
1: have known that that's a pro tip no
0: no because here's the thing You will get incredible coverage, but you know I have like uh, acne spots on my cheeks, acne scars, whatever you want to call it, just like dark spots, dark pigmentation. Yeah, Yeah. I'll put on my foundation, then I do my concealer, and then I do my blush. But the blush ends up taking it off, so do the blush first. You know what? I'm going to say the loophole to that is under eyes. You can do that when you would normally do
1: your when you do your base.
0: Yeah, any area of your face where you're going to be putting makeup over it, save the concealer for the last thing. So first, under your eyes, use the stick. Do a little bit of the stick, use the beloved beauty blender um, to kind of... P.S. My
1: daughter bit it, so now there's a huge hole in my beauty blender.
0: Sebastian tries to do that. I have a knockoff beauty blender, don't tell, but it actually works just as well as the beauty blender. Blend it with your fingers first, do a little blend, and then use the beauty blender in there. Then you put the cream version on top, and that just smooths everything out. But for hyperpigmentation, the stick side is so incredible. It will get rid of anything. You just do a little dab with your finger, or if you have like a, I think like a, a short, fluffy eyeshadow or concealer brush, you know, because most concealer brushes use, usually aren't short and fluffy. But if you have a short, fluffy brush, I think that is the best to kind of blend. Don't it want into no your short, skin. fluffy
1: brush. Don't want no short, fluffy brush.
0: <sighs> and just use it to dab. I'm telling you, it is incredible. It's the best. It is so good. My mom ordered it right after I got it, because I was like, you need to buy this. Just buy it. Just buy it. And I think we should also tell everybody that we have an exclusive 20% discount code for Wander Beauty. It's MomTourage20, and you're going to want to use it when you buy everything that they make.
1: And it's WanderBeauty.com, and you should thank us for being such product tours that you too get a discount.
0: Well, guys... That's our show. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter.
1: We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all
1: week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Mom to Raj is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.